Roger Williams University is hosting a crisis management seminar on May 3rd at their Providence campus. Crises, whether a natural disaster, cyber attack, or financial instability, can have severe repercussions if not handled properly. This is where crisis management plays a pivotal role. Join Roger Williams' MBA students and expert speakers to learn how to prepare for the unexpected. The program is totally free and open to the public. You can register online at rwu.edu slash events slash crisis management symposium. This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome into Bartholomew Town's continuing coverage of the impact of COVID-19 here in Rhode Island. I'm Bill Bartholomew. On today's episode, a conversation with Rhode Island Pride's Ken Barber and Ray Sirico. We, we took, um, you know, our organi- organizing force, our volunteers, and uh, we said, you know, this, you know, it's a very uncomfortable situation for everybody out there. Let's find a way that we can do something to um, move forward currently and help the community in need. And, uh, you know, we came up with some ideas and we launched this food and supply drive of ours and we've been full steam ahead ever since. I guess talk a little about a bit about the specifics of, you know, engaging a network that's already well established, well entrenched here in Providence and in, in, I guess at the city at large, the state at large, rather, how that has played into your strategy. Well, I think initially uh, we set out to help take care of specifically members of our community. Um, so many of the folks that we're friends with and that we interact with on a day-to-day basis are working in the clubs, they're working in the restaurants, and these were the first people that were impacted by the shutdowns uh, because of COVID. So we thought we would uh, help them out by doing a food and supply drive to get them through what we thought was going to be a short-term situation. Right. Um, it, it turned out not to be, and it's turning out to be longer than we expected. Um, and we have helped a lot more people than we thought we initially would. We've actually had to open up our our registration process to everyone. There were so many people that were reaching out to us. It wasn't just the folks in our immediate community that needed the help. It's the entire state. Right. There's been this, I guess, from different silos or different cross sectors, there's just been this sort of unification of need right now. And also people stepping up to fill those needs. You know, you see it in every sector just about. There's a representative um, demographically, industry-wide, physical geography throughout the state. What has been your experience out there in the field, I suppose, Ken, you know, interacting with people? Have you gotten that sort of sense of hope and need meshing? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, we've actually in this, you know, short, it seems like a very long, but it's been a short five-week um, process that we've been in here. Um, we've actually interacted with, um, organizations and um, companies and uh, foundations that we typically don't have a relationship with. And we've had, you know, calls come come through for those organizations. And, you know, it's been really kind of nice to see the community really, really step up as a whole and a lot of resource sharing and a lot of conversations about what everybody's doing so that we can keep that information moving. And I guess that's, it's interesting you say it's only been five weeks because it does feel like it's been so much longer than that and the pace of play, but also these new relationships that are being built. Can you speak to that, I guess, a little bit, Ray, as far as, you know, where we might get to when it's all said and done as a, as a state, I guess, as a state community? Sure. Well, as, as Rhode Island Pride, as an organization, we have a lot of sponsors, a lot of folks and organizations that sponsor us for our main event every year and for all of our 
um, outreach that we do throughout the rest of the uh, of the seasons leading up to uh, Rhode Island Pride. Um, but this year, because of everything that's going on with COVID, we have reached out to a lot of folks that we wouldn't normally interact with, like the United Way. They've been amazing helping us um, through this process. Um, they've been sending folks to us. They've been referring people over that need help. Um, they've helped us out with a, with a very sizable grant to help us get through a portion of this. Um, a lot of the folks that are helping us here are volunteers that are packing up the food boxes for folks and for loading cars and for getting stuff out to actual people's houses. We're actually delivering it to them. It's not something where people are coming into us. You know, these are not our normal volunteers. These are people that just came out because they wanted to help the rest of their community, which has really been amazing. Yeah, that's, we're seeing that again in different sectors and do you think we're going to be able to hang on to this when it's all said and done? I mean, the president was just speaking a few minutes ago. He had put out this notion that in a year we should be quote unquote back to his version of the original normal. So if we get there, can we keep some of these new relationships and I guess networks that are being built? Do you think that's going to help um, every individual's cause going forward? I am definitely optimistic. Um, that's one of these uh, processes. This whole process has made me optimistic. Um, I think those relationships that we're building now can only get stronger as this community as a state, as a city, we unify and we get stronger together and we move forward together. Um, so yeah, I am definitely optimistic that these relationships will stand the test of time and make us a better uh, community altogether. I guess let's get into now, you know, Providence has, it's, it's a beautiful city. It really is, but it, it, you know, it has its, it's, it has its challenges, I suppose, with, the relationship with the rest of the state to a certain extent, having grown up in the Southern part of the state and as if that's that far away, but, and, (laughs) you know, I don't know. There's, there's oftentimes, I don't want to say it's, it's based on negativity, but there's perceptions. Do you think Providence as a whole can grow, can kind of find some way to, to, to bind or forge a relationship with the rest of the city, all that goes with Providence to find a way to, to, to forge a relationship with the rest of the state in a new and meaningful way through this process? Well, I, I think Providence gets a bad rap sometimes. And, and yeah. we tend to see with pride, um, people coming not only from all over our state, but all over New England and people from all over the country, even that are coming here because of our pride. We have tried particularly with Ken, because he's from the land of trees at the southern half of the state, um, to reach out to those areas more um, and to do more events um, in the southern part of the state. Uh, we've done a lot of work with the folks out on um, out of Middletown, out on the island, out in Newport, um, to try and branch out more and incorporate the rest of the state into Pride um, and into all the events that lead up to it. So hopefully we're doing a, a better job than we have in the past of reaching out to those people. Yeah. I guess that was, yeah, kind of a random way of asking that question, which is basically, is that, you know, is the outreach growing in beyond the city limit, so to speak? Um, where can people go to, if they want to get involved in this particular program that the, you're orchestrating right now? Well, they can definitely go to our website, um, prideri.org. Um, and right on our homepage now is all the links um, for the um food and supply drive, whether you want to make a donation or you need a request or you want to volunteer, there's three links on there. You can also text us. It's hashtag stay home to 44321 if you want to make a donation. Um, You know, we definitely need more donations to keep this running. I mean, that's the fuel behind it. Um, But, you know, anybody that can't help, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. What are you hoping for 
news-wise, what do you think is a realistic way to get out of this jam right now? I mean, are we doing the right thing with the the, step, are you, the steps the governor's taking? You know, not to get over-analytical, but are you comfortable that we can stay as a state in this mode for as long as it'll take, that the, the population will be, by and large, patient? Do you feel good about that? People are definitely getting restless. <laughs> you know, we, yeah. you know, we've been doing a lot of... Um, Facebook live events. We've been doing a lot, a lot of zoom events. We've been trying to reach out more um, on the internet and the websites to, to engage with people uh, because they are looking to go out. They are looking to engage with each other. Again, we're a very social uh, group of people. Yeah. I hope the beaches, you know, I hope I'm generally speaking, hope there's the, the geography, I guess the layout of Rhode Island is accessible in the summertime for everyone, but you know, it's tough. Like, you know, you look at the problem, the park's closing, and obviously there's plenty of logic there. I mean, I'm, I live very close to Roger Williams Park, go there, had been going there almost every day during the early quarantine and going for a walk, and now it's shut down. You know, you wonder, all right, are those the first things to come back, essentially? So it's almost like a give and take, and, and they're, just, they're just, you know, waiting as long as possible that we'll at least be able to walk the city, walk the, the state and explore it and, and get out, even if we can't interact with others. And find out, I suppose. Yeah, I think we have to hope. Yeah. We have to keep hope. Yeah, I mean that's the only way at this point. You know, put trust in in the the, the experts and just be thankful that people, by and large, are stepping up and filling the needs, such as yourself. So I guess one more time, what's that website and and priori.org um, is the website, and yep. the text to donate is uh, text hashtag stay home to four four three two one. All right. Well, I'm disappointed that um, event-wise, you know, won't be a fun June necessarily. We'll put it that way, but onwards. We're going to try and do something. We'll definitely have some virtual events going on. Um, yeah. Interpride, uh, one of the organization that we belong to, is planning a large global um, virtual pride on June 27th. Yep. So there is, uh, there's things around the, around the world and around the globe that uh, people are working on. You know, it's, uh, it's unfortunate, but um, as of this morning, when I logged in and checked the Enterprise site, there were 340 prides that had been canceled or postponed throughout the world yeah. so far that have been reported to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes, I, I guess it makes sense at this point to just assume that any large scale event in the foreseeable future is, is going to have to be either virtual or postponed indefinitely, I suppose. But yeah. I mean, you're moving forward with 2021. Give us a little optimism there. <laughs> we're definitely in 21 but we'd like to do something this fall people oh, are going to need a big celebration hopefully we can do it well that's interesting because i wondered if that was sort of like a like a pvd fest which yet you know it's it's got some his, history or whatever but that can flex to the fall for sure without much disruption pride though that could definitely flex to the fall with yeah. with and and be an amazing thing so well this would be the first time that we haven't had pride since 1976 so we oh. definitely want to try and do something. We don't want to. Uh, we don't want to gap in that history. Yeah, no question about it. All right. Well, thanks for hopping on. Appreciate it very much. And uh, let's do it again. You know, hopefully in, well, maybe in person. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Bill. Of course, a pleasure. Thanks, Bill. This is the Bartholomew Town Podcast.